What's up, everyone? Welcome to Debating Metal. I'm your host, Kenneth Dean, the Dean of Metal, along with my co-host, Chris K. From straight out of the L.A. club scene, these shock rockers are known for saw blades and raw meat. Led by lead singer, guitarist, and main songwriter Blackie Lawless, this band is still going strong today as they're celebrating their 40th year with their biggest U.S. tour in decades. Today, we're bringing you Wasp's greatest hits. Following the demise of their band Circus Circus, guitarist Blackie Lawless and Randy Piper formed Wasp with a lineup that included Rick Fox on bass and Tony Richards on drums. After guitarist Chris Holmes joined the band, Blackie switched to bass and the lineup was set. Since the release of their debut album in 1985, Wasp has released 15 studio albums, three live albums, and two compilations, having sold over 12 million albums worldwide. Chris and I will choose 15 songs each from their 15-album discography. Any songs duplicated automatically make the list. Whichever songs are not, we'll debate to see which one makes the final cut. Then we'll arrange them in concert set list order for the ultimate Wasp greatest hits. Chris, are you ready for some Wasp? Are you ready to get hit with red meat in the face? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but <laughs> if I could go back time, go back in time and go to a Wasp show, absolutely, that would be freaking cool. Um, <laughs> from the classic era, not like from the Kill Fuck Die period of time or anything like that. But I don't think he was throwing meat during Kill Fuck Die. There was some eh, look up the shows during that time. There's some odd shit going on. So. Speaking of of you know going back in time and 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 getting stuff thrown at you, uh, I remember when I was working at the record store. And this I I want to say this was ninety three. Um, <clears throat> one of the guys that that I, I had mentioned a story in the past where I was producing a band in the evening times that uh that was local. Well, the bass player and the guitar player worked in my store. The bass player one he was a huge Gore fan. And so Gore came to town. He went to go see them. And after the show, so we're still, we were open till midnight. So after the show, he, he shows up at the store and he is drenched in sweat, drenched in jelly, drenched in, in all sorts of liquids that are different colors. And he was just living it up. He loved that experience. And I'm like, you are fucking insane. <laughs> I was like, there's no way I'm going to go to a show and get shit thrown all over me. And I'm going to come home all stained and fucking wet. And I don't know what the hell they made that shit with. It probably looks like puke. Nah, 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 nah. You know, I guess it's one of those, like, if that's what you're expecting, if that's what you are, um, you know what you're getting into ahead of time. I'm sure it's fine. But if you go and you're <laughs> drenched and you had no idea that that's a different story. Oh yeah, no. If if I if I didn't know that that was going to happen to me, I'd be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Wasp. So we talked about them a little bit last year. We did a their first album versus their second album in a head to head. We, you and I, went to go see them at a really nice small club. I don't know about nice. It's an older club. Um, in a, in a really cool, small club, um, great spots. The unfortunate part is that Blackie plays with that fake motorcycle in front of him with the skull and all that and barely could see him, but the show was fabulous. Outstanding. Uh, I don't care if he has backing tracks on the, the background vocals. It was and the great background show. vocals, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Um, it was a great show. Everything sounded great, it, it, and you—it was like it was very engaging, you know. And it, they played the songs you wanted to hear, even though certain ones were truncated, you know, because he doesn't curse anymore. This and that. It was still cool to see, you know, like fuck like a beast, like that was well, awesome. He did fuck like a beast, and it was uh, Mike Duda who sang who sang the part that said "fuck like a beast." So that was yes, but it was cool. still they, it was still only like half the song, right? Yeah. So, and and, and like, by the way, it's uh, the the mic stand that he rides yeah. on or whatever is called Elvis. Yeah, well, <laughs> Elvis probably Elvis's real bones too. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so. Wasp's greatest hits. So we're going to talk about, you know, we're going to 
choose 15 songs each and then we're gonna basically slap each other around with the red meat that wasp threw at us and <laughs> and pick the uh, <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> raising actually so it, that was the other thing too like there was as it was an outstanding show but there was nothing um crazy about it which is it's always a good thing you know when you like there was nothing unexpected like you were just mentioning about the, the gore show you know so mm-hmm. I, I i almost at some point was kind of thinking he might do something like that but it never happened i was uh, i really enjoyed the show it was awesome no it was great show i mean i'm glad i got to see him finally after all these years you know this is this is kind of our goal to catch up on all these bands we haven't seen forever so all right so why don't you no is it you or me no it's me it's gonna be my turn this time to go to go first because i think i made you go first last time (laughs) all right i really don't remember i wish i kept better track of this but i don't (laughs) Okay, so my 15 greatest hits of the band Wasp. All right, number one. And uh, this, like we always talk about, is not necessarily in uh, chronological order, but ends up kind of being that way because we just look down to discography, pick our songs, and go from there. So anyway, song number one, Animal, Fuck Like a Beast. Uh, from Originally supposed to be on a debut album, but it was released as a single prior to because they were, thought it wasn't going to make it. Uh, it was going to get banned or something like that, which it did. <laughs> so, yeah, um, they were afraid of distribution in right. multiple stores. So, like, certain stores wouldn't carry it if they they had that track on there. And so, they ma- I think they made the right call. Unfortunately, you know, based on the time period. Right. Okay. Number two, I want to be somebody from the debut album Wasp. Uh, number three, Love Machine from Wasp. Number four, Wild Child from The Last Command. Number five, Blind in Texas from The Last Command. Six, Inside the Electric Circus from Inside the Electric Circus. Number seven, Scream Until You Like It, um, the single from the album Live in the Raw. It was from the Goonie two, Goonies 2 soundtrack, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Goonies mean Man. 2? Yes. Is it the video game? No, the movie. There was never a Goonies 2. Okay, so then it was... I pulled out my CD. I'm going to read the credits. No, not Goonies. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ghoulies 2. <laughs> Completely different genre of film. <laughs> yes, Completely different genre. Ghoulies. Two. Okay. Okay, so that was the uh, the theme from Ghoulies 2. Got All right, num- number eight, Mean Man from the Headless Children. Number nine, Forever Free from the Headless Children. Number 10, Chainsaw Charlie, Murders in the New Morgue from the Crimson Idol. Number 11, Sunset in Babylon from First Blood, Last Cuts. Number 12, Kill a Head from Kill, Fuck, Die. Number 13, Hell Dorado from Hell Dorado. Number 14, Crazy from Babylon. And number 15, Slays of the New World Order from Golgotha. That's my 15 greatest hits from Wasp. Oh, wow. Okay. We do have a lot of crossover, but uh, there's, towards the end, not much crossover. All right. So we have 10 songs that crossed over. Wow. So only five that did not. Um, so I will go over my list in chronological order as well. And that starts with animal fuck like a beast, the single, then I want to be somebody love machine and hellion from wasp, uh, blind and uh, sorry, wild child and blind in Texas from the last command inside the electric circus from inside the electric circus, mean man from the headless children. Chainsaw Charlie, Murders in the New Morgue from The Crimson Idol. Hell Dorado from Hell Dorado. Wasted White Boys from Unholy Terror. Hollowed Ground and Rubber Man from Dying for the World. Heavens Hung in Black from Dominator. And Crazy from Babylon's Burning. Hmm. Interesting choices. We have a lot of crossover with these songs so we don't have too many open spots what do we have uh five right or is it four um five five 
So, yeah. So that's going to be, it's only going to be basically two and a half rounds. <laughs> so, or just two rounds. Cause then one song is going to like cancel out the other one, but all right. So for those of you listening for the first time, the way it works uh, now on this is uh, this part of the, the greatest hits is that I'm going to pick a song from my list that I want to go ahead and keep. And then Chris is going to pick a song from his list that he wants to keep. Um, then I'm going to pick a song from my list that I want to, I'm willing to drop. And then Chris is going to pick a song from his list that he's willing to drop. Then we're going to cross over and then I'm going to pick a song in the third round. I'm going to pick a song for, from Chris's list that I want to keep. And he's going to pick a song from my list. He wants to keep. Then I go the next round. If we get that far, we're going to pick a song. For, I'm going to pick a song from his list that I want to drop. He's going to pick a song from my list that he wants to drop. And then we start all over from there. But I don't think we're going to get that far because we only got five spots. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, all right. So since I read the list first, why don't you go ahead and pick a song from your list you want to keep? Um, I'm going to keep Hellion. Bastard. <laughs> All right. It's a great song. It is a very good song. And I know that you like it a lot more too, because uh, Children of Bodom uh, covered that song as well. They did. And it's a really good cover. Uh, but the original version I like just as much. So there are two songs on my list that I want to keep really bad. <laughs> Okay. Um, the, the rest of my, I don't care the other, the other three, but I, at this point in this part of the game, just starting, I only get to pick one of those two songs that I want to keep. So which one of the two songs is it? Ah, so it's, it's between screaming to you like it and forever free. Um, we have chosen, if I'm not mistaken, we have chosen three ballads. Um, you have two, I have one. And <clears throat> then the rest of them are rockers. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pick Forever Free from the Headless Children. Okay. It's a completely valid choice. I think that's probably one of the best quote unquote ballads that he sang. Um, it, cause he wasn't really ripping his voice apart. He tried to sing it as, as, uh, smoothly as possible. Like, like the first one they, they ever did on the first album, Wasp, the sleeping in the fire, I, man, he stretched his voice out there and it was just like, it wasn't cringeworthy, in, in, but it was one of those songs that's like, yeah, this is not going to be like, you know, home sweet home part two at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> so have you, have you heard, um, from still not black enough. I'm trying to think of the, what the name of the uh, the uh, ballad is he did on there. It's so weird. It's like there's not breathe. No, it's keep holding on. Oh, yeah, I've heard that song. I heard it so, a long time ago. <laughs> that song took me off guard <laughs> because it's like it's not a wasp song. I mean, it, it could be sung by. Uh, Timothy Schmidt from the the Eagles, you know, <laughs> it it really threw me off. So interesting one. Uh, but I guess it's my turn to drop a song, correct? As so, you're dropping a song from your list. All right, not one from your list. Not yet. <laughs> um. You mentioned you're not a big fan of this one, and I think it's the weaker of the two ballads that I have, and you just selected a ballad, so I'm going to drop Hallowed Ground. Okay, fair enough. I think it's a good song. Um, I do like it, but I like other songs I have better. As as a, as we were talking before we started recording the show, that was a song that I tried to really, really, because I knew what it was about. I said, okay, let me give this a, a good listen. Let me really give this a chance. And and for me, while the words are poignant and, and, and they're good, it's, it's, there's something still about the music that has to, you know, reverberate. And I just think for me, it, it didn't uh, go that, that, 
go to that place where I wanted it to go. I was really trying to say, come on, come on, come on, pull it, pull it through. And, and it just never got there for me. But hey, you know, to each his own. To each their own. All right, to each their own. Okay, so now I got to pick a song that I'm willing to drop off of my list. I've got four songs to choose from. Um, one I really like, two actually I really like. Um, so um, I know you, you, you and I were talking about this ahead of time, um, and you didn't particularly like this album, so I'm going to go ahead and drop this song from the album Kill Ahead from Kill Fuck Die. Um, it's probably the only the best song on the album and in my opinion at least and i I do know it's a very different album from everything it was they were trying to be gothy they they were putting makeup on their face you know totally trying to be something that they weren't and it failed miserably but this was actually a standout track on that album but it is getting cut dropped on the cutting room floor i mean even though it's a standout track on the album it's still that album's just whack. <laughs> <laughs> the album is whack. It, they That's- were trying desperately to be industrial, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't work. And especially, no. like, you know, that's the first album back with Chris Holmes, and you would think it would be, you know, guitar heavy, and instead it's just a bunch of sounds. And uh, the funny thing too is that at that time, yes, it was the first album back with Chris Holmes, but it still was Chris Holmes is still a hired gun at that point. So it was kind of like, yeah, I'll do what you know Blackie says, kind of thing. He still wrote music on on. Oh those yeah, albums, I mean, so. he still wrote the music, you know, but it's based upon uh, probably ideas, or or even if he had a really good guitar riffy song, it probably turned into a you know a very keyboard heavy industrial kind of goth sound to it yeah yeah so anyhow it is your turn to pick a song off of my list you want to keep Mm. let's see um so you got three to choose from you got scream until you like it sunset babylon and slaves of the new world order trying to remind myself what slaves 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 of the new world order sounds like so the reason why I like that song is it really, really gave me a kind of an Iron Maiden, like new era, like reunion era Maiden. It gave me that vibe. Some of the, the drums were recorded oh, this to sound a little bit like uh, Nico, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I thought it was a pretty cool song. Um, I am going to pick Slaves of the New World Order off of Golgotha. To keep. To keep. All right. I think that's a pretty good song. Yeah, it, it gives uh, the, the, the greatest hits a little bit of a new-ish era vibe. <clears throat> All right. So you got three songs here. You got Wasted White Boys, Rubber Man, and Heaven's... What? Heaven Hung what? Heaven's Hung in Black. And Heaven's Hung in Black. Hmm. Okay, so having to choose from Wasted White Boys, Rubber Man, or Heaven's Hung in Black, um, I'm going to go with Rubber Man. Good choice. All right, so now this is where uh, things get a little dicey. I'm supposed to pick a song off of or you no, you are supposed to pick a song off of my list that you want to drop which mm-hmm. then leaves one song off of my list once it eventually will leave one song off your list that you and i have to debate yes all right so what's the one song off of my list you are wanting to drop uh it's less that i want to drop it because i think both of yours uh, are good choices uh i think I just I like scream until you like it a little more. Uh, so I'm gonna drop sunset and Babylon. If if anything, that was that would be my choice too. And so I I was really having a tough time trying to pick between sunset and Babylon and rock and roll to death. 
and the 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 negative the con on both songs is that they are standard rock and roll style songs and when i say rock and roll i'm talking like 1950s 60s style rock and roll mm-hmm. they are that standard you know chuck berry kind of blues and it's like everybody has written that kind of song right so yeah. it it doesn't it doesn't take a lot to to write a song like that you just have to come up with clever lyrics to make it your own right and so it was like choosing from you know left or right which one you think is better you know one's a little faster than the other so i picked sunset and babylon but uh i it's i'm i'm okay with it going i like the fact that screaming to you like it is is survived this long so we'll see if it be will if it makes the, the final cut all right, so between those two songs, Wasted White Boys and Heaven's Hung in Black, um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb on this one, and this is still gonna be a battle. We're gonna figure it out, um, but I'm gonna go keep for now. I'm gonna draw. I'm gonna drop Wasted White Boys, and we're gonna hold on to Heaven's Hung in Black uh, okay. for just a little longer. Okay. So now. We have the final battle, and it is Screaming Till You Like It versus Heaven's Hung in Black. So we have a lot of really good rock songs. Uh, We have one ballad. Now, you don't have to have multiple ballads on the show, obviously. I'm not I'm not saying that that's a necessity by any means. Um but it's just it's probably the only argument that you might have, you know, at this point. Cuz both songs are really good. Um Scream Until You Like It is probably underrepresented being that it's a soundtrack song. You know, it's doesn't really appear on anything else. So, but then again, we don't have a lot from the older era of the band. So what do you think that that's a, it's a good, it's a interesting process because you know, screaming to you like it, you know, came out on that live album that no one knew, you know, it wasn't a really heralded live album. Um, at this point, Wasp was kind of clinging onto their career. Um, especially with, you know, with Chris Holmes being, questionable for for a lot of it like this was ended up being the, the, their the last tour before things started changing dramatically mm. for wasp um and so you know johnny rod was the bass player they had uh was this, Stephen riley was a drummer you know chris holmes so you know this this was the inside the electric circus tour which ended up being their last big album before um everything changed then they did the Ghoulies 2 soundtrack. They did that song for it. And so they they put it was on the soundtrack. They put it on this album. They had a video for it. It played on MTV. So it was pretty cool. But, you know, it wasn't, it was probably playing only on, you know, the Headbangers Ball. Um, so yeah. it, it was one of those things where it was kind of like it got lost in the shuffle. Then conversely, you got heaven's hung in black where like i said you and i went to the show we saw that they played this song at the show and it was dedicated if i'm not mistaken it was dedicated to uh the american soldiers um that go to war to protect us and so it's it's one of those that you know there's a lot of meaning behind it and it's not a bad song so you know, it is one of those where it's kind of a tough choice, but I could see the the positives for keeping it. Two ballads in the, in the middle of a fifteen song concert. It's not a big deal. You put one towards the first third, one towards the second third, and you're okay. Um, but screaming, see, like it is a pretty rocking song. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. So, if you had to pick, if it was just your choice, what are you picking? <sighs> hmm. I think I'm still picking Heaven's Onion Black. Okay. It's it's just that I think even by the standards of like if you're gonna pick a, a rock song to go on the album, you know, like just a, a you know head 
bopper, right? I think they're better than Scream Until You Like It. But as far as ballads go, I, I think it's the best choice we have. Right. So I don't know. I'm, I, it's kind of a toss-up for me, honestly. I, I, I agree with you, and I totally understand that. And, and um, I, think, um, I think in this particular case, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, I think it, it's, a, it's a good to keep this song. I mean, enough that Blackie himself likes the song. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with it. If Blackie likes it, you know, I mean, they played it. It, it was, a, it was good. They had some, they had some video along with it. It wasn't uh, like a war video, but they had, they had soldiers. It was a lot of the old, it wasn't newer soldiers. I think if, if I'm not mistaken, it was like kind of some old time video type of thing. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I mean, uh, screaming to you like it. Look, one of my, one of my favorite songs in terms in general of, of the old school wasp, but it's one of those things that, that definitely gets lost in the shuffle because it was on the on that sound on the, the live album slash soundtrack. So I'm good with uh, you know with heavens hung in black. All right, like well, I said, gives us our fifteen. All right, run it down. All right, so we're gonna go in chronological order now, and then we're eventually gonna put it in concert setlist order. Uh, but we have animal fuck like a beast. I want to be somebody, Love Machine, Hellion, Wild Child, Blind in Texas, Inside the Electric Circus, Mean Man, Forever Free, Chainsaw Charlie, Murders in the New Morgue, Hell Dorado, Rubber Man, Heavens Hung in Black, Crazy, and Slaves of the New World Order. I like that. It's not bad. Not a bad show. Hell, this 15 songs right here, they didn't even play 15 songs at the concert. Well, technically they did because they, they played multiple songs. Like the, the first song of the show was uh, four songs. It was a medley. They did a couple medleys, yeah. So. yeah and then they did the Hellion, uh, I Don't Need a Doctor um, medley as well. So that counts that, right there for six songs in two spots. <laughs> I Don't Need No Doctor could have been on this list, but we never put covers. Right. We don't, we don't ever put covers. Um, and so, yeah, the real me was another big hit for Wasp. That's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Their version's awesome. Um, the who version is really good too. Obviously it's their, their song, but the Wasp version's excellent. Um, but yeah, we don't typically do covers. So that's why those songs are not on here. Um, all right. So we're now going to put the songs in concert set list order. So, so when you, if, if you were, imagine a playlist you know if, if for for the 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 new world order people <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't listen to stuff on old devices um and you listen to spotify or or you know apple music your playlist your the 15 songs we're going to put them in order as if you were going to a concert to watch wasp for those of you who listen to on your phone, physical media, imagine having a greatest hits and you, you went to a concert and that's exactly the list that you played or that they played. This is what we're doing. So um, we're going to do song number one, the opener. Um, since you read it first or you picked first, I'm going to go ahead and start the show. Okay. I have no idea what song I want to put. <laughs> All right. Um, what song? I, you know what? I'm going to do it now. I just, I just saw it. I'm, we're going to go with Inside the Electric Circus as the show opener because that's the way the song is. It's an album opener. It was their tour opener. And it, to me, it's a really good kind of opening song for that purpose. So that's what I'm going with. Hmm. Okay. I think that's probably a pretty good idea. Um, let's see. I'm surprised, you know, I'm surprised neither of us picked, like, On Your Knees or The Flame. There's, there's I had only... them on my list, but I had to cut them. Exactly. I mean, how many songs can we get off the first album? I, you know? I, it's tough. I mean, I could, it, that's got ten songs. I could put eight <laughs> yeah. from that, and that, that's half the show. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I mean, that's, that's the reason why they did the medley. They did three songs. On the, on the uh, to open the show, on your knees, the flame and the torture never stops. All from the first album. 
Oh, okay. It's been a while since I've uh, listened to the playlist. Um, let's do something from the newer era, and let's do Crazy. Okay. That's not bad. Well, that's that's the second song of the show when, when we went to see them. <laughs> For real? <laughs> yeah. So, um, <clears throat> and it's funny, you know, the, the first song was the four-song medley. The fourth song of the medley was Inside the Electric Circus. Oh, okay. And I and I know this because I'm looking at the set list. <laughs> oh, that that would make sense. So for those of you out there, um, a really cool thing if you love to to document your concerts that you go to, go to setlist.fm if you don't know anything about it. Uh, obviously, if you do, then you're you're with it, just like the rest of us are. Uh, but those who don't, <laughs> um, with it's it. a, <laughs> be a hip and styling, kids. I know, right? Um, for those of you who don't, it's a really cool website where you can document what shows you've been to and it goes, it gives you all the statistics on the songs that you've heard, the venues you've been to, the, how many concerts you've seen. And the, the issue with the concerts you've seen is that every single artist counts as one concert. So if you go to a, a festival and you've seen, you know, 12 artists at that one festival, it says that you've been to 12 concerts. When in reality, you just went to one show, but it had several people play. But anyway, still really cool website. Uh, I mean, it is it is now becoming a really big website as far as people wanting to find out what what bands are playing when they go to see the shows. So, um, I think it's really cool. When I discovered it, I was like, "Wow, this is awesome!" It even it even reminded me of shows I've been to that I forgot about. It reminded me of of. The supporting acts that I had forgotten I saw. Well, speaking of supporting acts, I did not realize that when I went to see Judas Priest in 2005 at the Sound Device Music Amphitheater in, or the Sound Device Amphitheater in West Palm Beach, I completely forgot that Queensryche opened. Like, it, it did not register, and it technically still doesn't register in my, in my mind that they opened. I, I don't recall seeing them, and we oh. were there on time but have zero recollection. I have, I have zero recollection of the concert in general. Um, but I know I was there and I, cause I remember my wife wasn't too happy with, she's like, Oh, this is, you know, we saw a slipknot like a few months earlier and she goes, this is definitely not a slipknot. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> Queensryche is not slipknot. No, That's Judas Priest, Judas oh, Priest. <laughs> still either way. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I, I don't know if she liked or disliked Queen's because I'm pretty sure they played Silent Lucidity, so that was something that kept, probably kept her interest. But um, Judas Priest, she like didn't know one song from them. I mean, maybe she had heard at the time Living After Midnight or something or Breaking the Law, but um, at that point, she had no idea about any Judas Priest song, so it wasn't really entertaining to her, but she she was there for me. So hmm. Anyhow, we're on song number three for this show. Uh, so it's crazy. It was what you picked for number two. Um, how? Let's see. Let's kind of keep it towards the new era. Um, I mean, there's there's not a lot that's not going to be crazy fast. So <laughs> I say, that why don't we go with Hell Dorado? Okay, it's kind of from that middle period of the band. Um. Then let's slow things down and we'll put forever free. Mm, forever free. All right, that's fine. I'm okay with that. I mean, we can we can hold it off for a song. No, my my original thought was that that uh, heaven's hung in black would be before forever free. But it doesn't matter. Mm. Okay, forever free. So we're gonna pick it back up. So I say. You know, we're, we're in a slow part of the show, even though the end of forever free is kind of upbeat, it's up tempo for sure. It doesn't stay uh, a ballad forever, but I believe if I'm not mistaken, I haven't listened to it in a while. It slows back down to finish. Don't quote me on that. Although you have me on tape <laughs> on digital <laughs> tape. Um, so I'm going to say that, you know, they, they pause, it's quiet. And all of a sudden you start hearing some chainsaws start rumble in the background. Let's go with Chainsaw Charlie. Where's in the new morgue? What do you okay. think? 
Yeah. I think it's a good placement for it. It's a it's a really cool song. And uh maybe I'm a little surprised that that's the only song off of that album, but there's so many good ones to pick for, so obviously. Um hmm. <laughs> How about we put Love Machine here? Ooh, Love Machine. Hmm. Okay. I'm I'm all right with that. I love that song. Oh, it's a great song. And then on First Blood, Last Cuts, there's a remix version of that where they actually changed the vocal track. It's an alternate take. Hmm. In that first verse, I think it's like the second line, he he changes the inflection of one of the words. It's it, it doesn't change the song, but you notice it because you're trying to sing it the way the song was originally sang. And you realize he stretches out one word and it's like, that wasn't like that on the original, <laughs> but it's still good. The remix, it's not dramatically remixed either. Uh, I think it's slightly drier. That's about it. Gotcha. Sounds, sounds slightly more modern, but it's, it's, it's slightly drier at the same time. Anyway. Uh, so you got love machine. Uh, all right. So before we continue, we're almost at the midway point of the show. Actually, this is the midway point of the show. Um, the other thing that we do here for those of you new to the, to this greatest hits format that we do is that we do 12 songs that comprises the main set. And then the last three songs, songs 13, 14, and 15 are the encore. And basically the way we do the encore is that we make it a mini show opener, middle closer. <laughs> so, um, all right, so song number seven. We're at, at the middle of the show. We have some good songs still left. Um, Love Machine. It's a little bit like a like a kind of a it's not a sludgy song, it's a slower song. It's not slow. It's barely mid-tempo. We put it that way. Um, why don't we go crank it up a little bit and go to Mean Man? What do you think? That's actually what I was thinking next. You know, I do that a lot. It does happen. All right. Uh, we could do Hellion right here. Okay. What do you got next? We're getting to that point where we got to start picking and choosing what songs are going to close this show. Um, okay. Hellion. Uh, let's go with... Um, Rubber Man. Okay. All right. We're only a few songs in away or away from finishing the main set. Let's do Heaven Sung in Black. That's exactly what I was thinking. Okay, so um now it makes it interesting. We got two two five songs left. Two technically closing spots. Um how about I kind of know what I want at 14 and I'm hoping that you're going along the same, the same route. Okay. Um, so let's go in number 12. Why don't we do blind in Texas? Number 12. I mean, number 11, excuse me. Okay. Number 11 blind in Texas. What do you think? Um, I kind of think and do slaves of the new world order first. Or are you do you think that's the main set I was, closer? I was I no, I was thinking slaves at number fifth uh, f- number fourteen in between two really old songs. Okay. I mean, but it, you know, if you don't like it or you think it should go in at eleven, you tell me. Um No, I guess it's fine. So are you thinking Wild Child to end this, the main set? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. I mean, unless, if, if, unless you think you want to push Blind in Texas in between, you know, the, the, in, the, in the last three. I think that- swap Wild Child and Blind in Texas maybe. Nah, let's leave it. Blind in Texas, Wild Child. That ends the main set. 
And then, let's see, you are picking number 13, so I'm pretty sure I know the way this is going. Um, I'm figuring we're going to go with Animal, I Fuck Like a Beast at 13. And that leaves slave the, Slaves of the New World Order, and then you got to close it with I Want to Be Somebody. Right, exactly. I'm good with the list. I like it too. Um, that 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 one song, "Slaves of the New World," is the is the question mark. But like, what I've noticed now is that a lot of bands have been doing that. It's kind of become the trend. They're throwing in a song, not necessarily a classic, not necessarily a song that everybody loves or knows, but one that that is kind of like a and it's it's a weird way to say it, kind of like a deep cut fan favorite type of thing. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that as a trend, and I think that this song works in that spot. I'm fine with it. I I was kind of thinking, you know, all old school stuff, but I think this works. I, I'm a proponent of, you know, giving the newer stuff a chance too. So I think it works. All right, so let me read it off. All right, opening the main, uh, opening up the concert, Inside the Electric Circus is song number one, followed by Crazy. Song number three is going to be Hell Dorado, followed by Forever Free. And we pick this pace back up, and it's the Chainsaw Charlie Murders in the New Morgue, uh, followed by Love Machine at number six, then Mean Man. At number seven, Helion at number eight, Rubberman at number nine, Heavens Hung in Black at 10, and uh, number 11 would be Blind in Texas, and the, the main set is closed out with Wild Child, which is my favorite Wasp song of all time. And then uh, the encore starts with Animal I Fuck Like a Beast. Number 14 is going to be Slaves of the New World Order. And then number 15, the show closer, I Want to Be Somebody. I think that's an awesome song to close a show with. Yeah, it really is. And seeing it live that way, it was definitely worked. It definitely fit. Okay, so that is our ultimate Wasp Greatest Hits. And now that brings us to, and this is going to be an unusual Big Four, kind of. It is the Big Four Wasp songs from 1993 to present. So... We basically we had already done when we did the head to head between the, the the first Wasp album and um, uh, the Last Command many many moons ago many many episodes ago um, we did the Big Four Wasp songs that included everything and it bent heavy towards the classic era so now we said you know what let's kind of shake things up a bit let's pick some songs off of the newer era so that's what we're doing so. Go for it. What's your big four Wasp songs from 93 to the present? All right. Um, So my number four didn't even make it on this list, Um, which is funny because you were, you're asking about it, but I didn't want to say, you said like, how do I justify a song not making the list? Um, But I, I liked it, but I thought, you know, having too many songs from, from one album from the newer era wasn't going to fly. Um, and I wanted to give some other stuff a chance too. So my number four is Babylon's Burning. Um, I really like that song. It it was one I heard, and then like it just kind of after a few listens, I was like, okay, I I I like this song a lot. Um, my number three did not make our list. Uh, it was uh, Wasted White Boys. I just really like the riff. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, just thinking about like you know the other songs they've done. In in the past, that kind of relate to this, uh, like um, like say Mean Man or uh, Blind in Texas, and just the history of the band, like it it goes right along with it. It's a lot of fun. Um, my number two is Rubber Man. Just what an awesome riff! Uh, it's that one song off the album that just makes me go like, this is this is really badass. Um. And then my number one is crazy. Ever since I heard that song uh, live, that song has stuck with me. I really like it. And uh, the the riff is just awesome. Cool. Um, so we have a little bit of crossover. 
one song. <laughs> so we have one song that repeats. Um, mine's in a different spot. Uh, I like your list. Uh, this was this was difficult for me because in God's honest truth, I don't listen to a lot of newer Wasp. Um, it's just to me, and and that, this is not a knock on the on the on the music because Blackie has a way of of recording songs they they sound good for the most part um the vocals he has perfected his vocal style and so he records it to to his perfection to his precision and then he's perfected the the way he does background vocals or the gang vocals and it is it's awesome i mean I, there's, there's nothing negative i can say about that and when when we heard it in concert you know what? Like I said, I don't have a problem with the fact that he uses backing tracks to enhance the background vocals. That makes it better to me. Okay. I mean, I see three or well, four guys playing live on stage. Um, it's just a matter of background vocals. Maybe, you know, maybe two of the guys don't sing very well. I don't know if Achilles Priest is, 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 is a good singer. You know, <clears throat> I know Mike Duda sings. I don't know the other guy's name. I can't remember his name, but um, the guitar player, which he's a crazy good guitar player. Um, but I don't remember, you know, uh, if, if he could sing or not, his name is Doug Blair. So I'm pretty sure he can, but, uh, you know, they're not going to make it sound like, uh, the way it sounds on the album. So they enhance it. It's great. So my point being with this whole thing is that a lot of the songs sound very similar. So it was tough for me to come up with some songs. Um, but I did, I did, uh, I did my homework as best I could. So this is my big four wasp songs from 1993 to the present. Number four, Hell Dorado off of the Hell Dorado album. It's a pretty cool song. I mean, uh, for, for what it's worth, that's the song that stood out from that album. Uh, I thought it was really catchy, uh, really cool riff. So, um, I, I picked that at my number four, uh, my number three was your number one crazy off of the Babylon album. They played it in concert. It kind of tricked me, you know, cause between the crowd and just hearing the, the intro notes, I thought it was uh, wild child. Uh, there's a similarity in tone. Um, and so I got, I kind of got tricked. I actually, when, when the vocals came on, I started singing the wild child thing. And I'm like, wait a second, he's not singing what I'm saying. <laughs> What's going on here. So, but it's a cool song. I like it a lot. Uh, so that's number three for me. Number two for me was Slaves of New World Order um, from the Golgotha album. Now, what I really liked about this song, and this, I, I mean, I, I heard it literally for the first time today, but it stood out to me. It really, really stood out to me. There was, a, there, to me, there was a, a reunion era Iron Maiden vibe that this song had. It was kind of like, you know, the, 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 the way Iron Maiden does the epics. It has different uh phases of the song you know the slow intro the, the pickup the, the the breakdown in the middle with the guitar solos and some other stuff going on and then it picks back up and it you know it blazes out Th that kind of thing it was that kind of song to me and what what was good about it was the fact that all those parts were entertaining and they were all to me really good music and that that's why i picked that song as number two for me then flipping it around, I'm going to totally throw a, a wrench in this one. Uh, for me, my number one song is Kill Ahead from Kill Fuck Die. I really, really dig that chorus. <laughs> Just something about it. I can't stand the, the rest of the album. The intro to this song is all distorted, but just the... the the, just the vibe once it gets going to me i really like this song so kill ahead number one for me of the wasp songs from 1993 to the present um i'm shocked <laughs> shocked yeah i figured uh, and the it, thing is, too, uh, you guys also have to remember. So when that album came out, okay, we're talking 1997. Um, that was that was the style of music that was being played. Now, Wasp was trying to stay relevant. You know, their career was was wallowing in bullshit, and 
they came out with this album. So when I heard Killahead, I'm like, oh, you know, because I think it was the lead single off the album. I said, oh, this song is cool. Because I was into other industrial kind of sounding stuff. I mean, I was into Marilyn Manson. I was into Nine Inch Nails. I wasn't into it that I was dressing like that. I wasn't into it where, you know, I was going to Hot Topic every week. So... Oh, I but think was, you should definitely do that and then come into I, work that way. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have a problem doing that. Trust me. Um, but that just wasn't <laughs> what I was, you know, I, I, cause I listened to everything, you know, and there's a lot of nineties music that you and I have really yet to touch on, on this show that we do need to touch on. And, and it, <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, I know, gonna, I know it's going to hurt you and it's going to hurt your ears and you might have to put some, you know, some dab, some towels to, to dry the blood off, but <laughs> it's, it's, there's a lot of stuff there. And that was a time period. That was my twenties. So I lived through all that. Um, and this song kill ahead just stuck out for me. So I like it. All right. Well, that's our big four wasp songs for 1993 to now and that brings it to an end this episode of debating metal remember you can listen to us every week on your favorite podcast platforms such as apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, stitcher pandora and all of the others so click like or subscribe you won't be disappointed and don't forget you can interact with us on facebook instagram and twitter or send us an email to debating metal gmail.com youtube viewers click subscribe and ring the bell to be notified when we post a new episode So remember to tune in next week when we spark up another exciting metal debate. On behalf of Kenneth and myself, stay safe and always turn it up to 11. See ya.